Hello, sister friends. You're listening to Jesus, Joy, and Java. I am your host, Patty Nava. Dear Lord, I pray for each and every one of my sisters listening today. May they grow through your word and be encouraged by your truth. May they gain biblical wisdom through the testimonies and real-life examples they will hear. But most importantly, I pray they will develop a closer relationship with you and increase their faith. In your son's most precious name I pray. And we all say, Amen. Are you ready? Grab your cup and let's fill it with God's word, his joy, and of course your favorite java. friends, welcome to episode four of Jesus, Joy, and Java. Today, we're going to talk about the woman with skills. Today's episode will be a little different because I will not only be going over one or two verses of Proverbs 31, we will be reading from Proverbs 31, 13 through 24. Why so many verses? Well, because all of these verses describe the virtuous woman with skills. We have so much to discuss. So for those of you who requested a longer episode, this one is for you. (laughs) Okay, so let's read together from Proverbs 31, 13 to 24. It says, She seeks wool and flax and works willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. She brings food from afar. She also rises while it is yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants. She considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she buys a vineyard. She girds herself with strength and strengthens her arms. She perceives that her merchandise is good and her lamp does not go out by night. She stretches out her hands to the distaff, and her hand holds the spindle. She extends her hands to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. She is not afraid of snow, for her household, for all of her household, is clothed with scarlet. She makes tapestry for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known at the gates where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. All of these skills can sound a bit overwhelming, right? (laughs) Don't worry, you're not expected to learn all of these skills. But I do want to talk about a couple of women in the Bible who had several of these skills. The first one was named Lydia. She was mentioned in the book of Acts, and what we read about her tells us so much of the type of woman she was. In the book of Acts 16, 14, it reads, One of those listening was a woman named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Thyatira, who was a worshiper of God. Lydia was from the city of Thyatira, a small city known for its commerce in Asia Minor. It was also known for its abundant crops and the manufacture of purple dye. 
She is described as a dealer of purple cloth. Purple cloth was very expensive in those days, and it was a sign of nobility and royalty. So it is my guess that Lydia was more than likely a very wealthy businesswoman. As we read in Acts, we learn that Lydia was a worshiper of God and a woman whose heart God opened, meaning that she believed and responded by trusting Christ as her Savior when Paul shared the message of the gospel. She is also described as a willing servant because she invited Paul and his friends to stay at her home when they were traveling through Thyatira. As soon as God opened her heart, she became a willing servant who helped the missionaries. Later, we read that Paul returned to Lydia's home where he met with believers. She opened up her home for fellowship and prayer meetings. Then Lydia dedicated the rest of her life to serving others. So I'd say that Lydia is probably someone that's going to hear those words that many of us long to hear. You know those words in the book of Matthew? Well done, my good and faithful servant. Yes, Lydia is a great example of the virtuous woman as she was a godly woman who provided for her family by selling purple fabric. She was doing a business that she enjoyed. And the virtuous woman described in Proverbs 31, it says that she finds great satisfaction in her work because she knows that it is a gift from God. She enjoys her work and does not see it as a boring chore. So believe it or not, we can find pleasure and satisfaction in our work or anything that we do for our home. So now let's talk about another woman in the Bible. Her name was Dorcas. Lovely name, isn't it? Well, thankfully, she had another name. She was also known as Tabitha. Dorcas is Greek for gazelle. So Dorcas, or Tabitha, was a charitable woman. She made things. She was very skilled. She made clothing for the needy in the city of Joppa. That was her hometown. She was loved by her community, and she was known for all of her good works and acts of love for the poor. Dorcas was a great example of how we should meet the needs of our neighbors. In Proverbs 31.20, it says, She extends her hand to the poor. Yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. So whether you're a business owner like Lydia, do community work like Dorcas, if you work full-time, part-time, or you're a stay-at-home mom, it is important that you love what you do. So have you found a skill that you're good at and that you enjoy? If not, then ask the Lord to show you. Pray about your gift. And once you discover it, give him all the glory because he will bless you abundantly. Sometimes we can discover our skills by accident. In 2016, when I lost one of my brothers, I went through a depression. Pretty much all I did was go to work, come home, plop myself on the couch, and then go to bed. Most of the time, my husband would make dinner, and sometimes I would get just enough energy to cook something, but I was always so exhausted and sad, and I cried just about every day. Until one day I heard that my community had something called the Rock Painting Kindness Project. This is where you paint rocks and you hide them throughout your neighborhood for others to find. So I decided to give it a try 
And I went to my local rock store. I bought a bag of rocks and painted cute little flowers on them. And I hid them at parks. Then I thought I'd get a little more creative and paint some succulents on the rocks to get them to blend in with the bushes. Well, a little boy found the succulent rocks that I hid at a park down the street. And I was contacted by my city newspaper for an article on the Kindness Rock Project. In front of the paper on the cover was a picture of the little boy holding the succulent rocks, which he found. So as my skills improved, this fun little hobby turned out to be very profitable when people started ordering painted rocks for me. Eventually, I learned how to paint pets, and now that's what I enjoy doing. I paint uh, dogs and cats and pretty much just about anything on a rock. I never took any art classes. I learned my painting techniques from YouTube, and I practice for a couple of hours every night to perfect my skills. Well, they're not perfect, but I enjoy doing it, and that's all that matters. This hobby was not only something that got me out of my depression, I discovered the new skill, which I now really enjoy. Another skill which I enjoy is uh, something I learned many years ago. It's knitting. I remember watching one of my aunts knit and crochet for hours and hours. I was able to learn how to knit um, from her. She taught me, and now I find pleasure in knitting scarves, and I usually give them away as Christmas gifts. Just don't ask me to knit any caps or mittens. I only know how to knit scarves. I never learn how to knit anything else. <laughs> now I enjoy finding new and fun, exciting projects to work on throughout the year. Can you just imagine how much money you could save by making your Christmas gifts this year instead of buying them? Well, in today's economy, with the inflation, everyone is feeling the pinch. Many people are being a lot more frugal these days and gift buying is creating more stress each year. So making a gift is not only a good way to save money, but it's also a great way to give something that is unique and personalized. So sisters, we're heading into September. It's a good time to start working on those Christmas projects. Head on over to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> Some of you might not like the next part that we're going to talk about. It's about rising before the sun. If this is difficult for you, hang on for a few minutes because I've got some great tips for you. In Proverbs 31, 15, we read, She gets up while it's still dark. She provides food for her family and portions for her servant girls. In other words, the virtuous woman is diligent. She knows the benefit of getting out of bed early. She's not idle or lazy. And her main priority is to care for everyone in her home. Not only does the virtuous woman rise early to provide for her family, she also provides for her servants. Yes, you might be saying servants. Really? Wouldn't it be nice to just have one servant? Well, I remind you that it was a queen writing this to her son. So this was referring to a queen. More than likely, a queen had several servants. And what this scripture is trying to emphasize is that she does not lie in bed just waiting for others to serve her. She takes the initiative. She is dedicated, disciplined. She has strong work ethics, and she is very organized. 
She's the manager of her home and she's in charge of planning and delegating in order for everyone to have an effective, productive day. So for a few years now, due to my husband's early work schedule, we get up between 5.30 a.m. and 6 a.m. I've learned to enjoy the early morning routine and have discovered that this is such a peaceful and quiet time. It's free from all distractions and the noisy neighbors. It's perfect. Uh, it's a perfect time to just sit in quiet meditation, reading, and praying. So getting up early allows me to get a good start on the day as I can accomplish so much before 7 a.m. On the days that I sleep in, I feel that I have accomplished very little because part of my day is already gone. So I'd much rather get up and take care of the things which demand a lot of my attention and diligence. Now, Jesus is the perfect example of rising before the sun. In Mark 135, we read, that Jesus got up early to pray. And in the morning, rising up a great while before the day, he went out and departed into a solitary place. And there he prayed. David was another great example. He was in the habit of early morning prayer. In Psalm 88, 13, we read, in the morning shall my prayer come before thee. So getting up while it's still dark is not the easiest thing to do. And it's clear that the virtuous woman is very disciplined. Are you disciplined enough to get out of bed early every morning? Well, here are those tips I promised. These are five things you can start doing now to help develop the habit of rising before the sun. Number one, don't make any drastic changes. Start slowly by waking up just 15 minutes earlier than usual. Get used to doing this for a few days, then cut back another 15 minutes. Do this gradually until you reach your goal time. For example, if you're used to getting up at 8 a.m. every morning, start tomorrow by getting up at 7.45. Do this for about two days in a row, and in three days, get up at 7.30. Do this until you reach your desired wake-up time. Number two, perhaps you're used to staying up late. Well, I suggest that you practice going to bed earlier. And if you're having trouble falling asleep, just read something boring. I promise you'll fall, you'll fall asleep much sooner than you think. <laughs> Number three, place your alarm clock far away from your bed. Because if it's right next to your bed, you'll just shut it off or hit the snooze button and go back to sleep. But if the alarm clock is far from your bed, you'll have to get up out of bed to shut it off. Just don't go back to bed. This is one that I practice. I keep my alarm in the bathroom. So I have to get up and go turn it off in the bathroom. And I end up staying in the bathroom. Number four, reward yourself. You might be doing something or forcing yourself to do something that's very difficult by getting up so early. So why not make it pleasurable with a cup of coffee or a cup of tea while you're reading or meditating early in the morning? I always look forward to that first sip of my favorite cup of java. So number five, take advantage of all the extra time. Don't wake up early just to waste time. Get a jump start on your day. I like to use that time to get a head start on preparing for my day. I 
help my husband uh, get ready for, you know, to start his day as well by making him his breakfast or um, I, I check my emails, I post on social media, uh, answer any emails that, you know, I need to apply to. And then by the time that 7am rolls around, I've done a lot more than most people can do in one day. <laughs> so I try to make sure that I stay consistent with this because if you get off of this um, habit, then it's easy to fall back into your old habits and wake up late again. So I hope that these tips have helped you. I hope that uh, they work for you. If you try them, please let me know. So let's review. In today's episode, we read Proverbs 31 verses 13 to 24. I suggest that you go back and read those verses during your quiet time and think about which skills the Lord has blessed you with. If you can't think of any, ask him to show you. Perhaps there's a business you've been wanting to start, or maybe you've been thinking about serving at your church. Today, I shared about two women in the Bible, Lydia and Dorcas a.k.a. Tabitha. These are two amazing women with skills. God used both of them in their communities. And finally, we talked about rising before the sun. If this is not something that you're used to doing, but it's your heart's desire to get up and have that quiet time with Jesus, just go back and review the tips that I gave you and practice them. I pray that you found today's episode both informative and helpful. I am so thankful that you took the time out of your busy schedule to listen, and I look forward to spending more time with you next Monday as we learn about the woman who is clothed with strength and dignity. Well, by now, if you've been listening to this podcast every week, you know that at the end of every episode, I tell you about a sister friend who is a business owner like Lydia or a crafter like Dorcas. Why do I do this? Because I admire women who hustle. I admire women who have talents and skills. I strongly believe that women should support other women. Yes, ladies, we need to help each other succeed. Now, this brings me to the next segment of the episode. It's called Let's Support a Sister Friend. Let's support our sister friend of the week, Liz Terrazas Ramo. She is a woman of God, a preacher's wife, a sister, and a friend. She became a mother and a grandmother the day she married her best friend, Philip. Liz loves to encourage others to be the best they can possibly be. She enjoys staying active and has many interests, including serving the Lord in any capacity he leads her to. Liz and her husband, Philip, have a food ministry called The Lord's Lunch. This is where they serve low-income communities. Her passion is to create and make gifts that will bring joy to all. She sells customized gifts and jewelry. She also creates t-shirts, tote bags, tumblers, custom mini jewelry boxes, and resin necklaces. She typically posts on Facebook and Instagram. Her Facebook link is fb.com slash liz.terrazas.5. That's fb.com slash Liz, L-I-Z dot Terrazas, T as in Tom, E-R-R-A-Z as in Zebra, A-S dot five. You can also find her at Instagram at Team Empowered Keto. 
I hope you will take the time to support our sister friend and go check out the pictures of her crafts on the Jesus, Joy, and Java Facebook page. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you have rated this podcast or shared it with your sister friends, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Don't forget to follow Jesus, Joy, and Java on Facebook at fb.com slash Jesus, Joy, Java, and on Instagram, Jesus, Joy, underscore Java. You can also email me at pattyjavanava at yahoo.com with comments and questions. Your feedback means a lot to me. Thank you for listening, and I pray your cup may always be filled with Jesus, joy, and Java. See you next week.